The Live Exchange Conference is your chance to find out what's happening in the livestock export industry with a program that features thought-provoking and informative speakers. Open to all members of the supply chain, you can network with around 400 delegates from across the country, with several social events and a variety of trade exhibits. Live Exchange is being held on the 9th and 10th of November 2022. Visit liveexchange.com.au to get your tickets. Listening to the Central Station Podcast, where we bring you true stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. This podcast is brought to you by Ariat Australia, the perfect choice for the tough jobs. Ariat boots and clothing work hard, look good, and are so comfortable there's never a need to slow down. Visit ariat.com.au today. Hi, I'm Frances Pollock, and this is our story. Welcome to Woolene. Friends and family in the East often ask me, If I flew into Broome, how long would it take for me to get there? I politely suggest they should fly to Perth instead. But you're in the outback, yeah? Woolene Station is roughly 375,000 acres and is located in the southern rangelands, aka also the outback, about 700 kilometres northeast of Perth. Our closest town is Mullawa, 200 kilometres to the south. We have two major watercourses, the Murchison and the Roderick River, as well as the nationally important wetland Woolene Lake on the property. The rest of our country comprises of mulga shrublands featuring some amazing granite outcrops and breakaway country. The average rainfall is 210 mils per year, which means the landscape is classified as semi-arid. Woolene began as a sheep station, and no, the name Woolene has nothing to do with either sheep or wool, and in 2006-2007 we transitioned into cattle. David took over the management of Woolene in late 2007 and we met in early 2008. Anyone who has heard of Woolene probably also knows our personal story. And if you don't, it's along the lines of girl from Victoria meets boy from Outback WA. They fall in love and live happily ever after. Dave and I are dedicated to restoring and fixing a lot of the historic degradation at Woolene and then altering the traditional management to find a more sustainable production method. We had the property entirely destocked for three years, but we've traded cattle since 2011. As well as the cattle, we also run a nature-based tourism station stay from April to October, comprising of homestead rooms, rammed earth guest houses and remote camping. Geraldton is our major centre for shopping and we are fortunate this is only 300 kilometre drive on really great roads. Our local shire is amazing with the upkeep of our gravel roads and as well as the slow move to seal 10 kilometres sections each year. We are even more fortunate to have a weekly truck which comes from Geraldton and delivers food and anything else we might need from town provided it fits on the truck. Mondays is order day, which is my least favourite task around the station. It forces me to sit down and plan the week ahead, in a rough sense. The goods arrive on Thursday morning and then it's all hands on deck to unload the truck and get things packed away into cool rooms and freezers. 
Because of the tourism side of the business, our weekly shopping between April and October is sizable. We provide as much of our own produce as we can. Once or twice a year, if we're running stock, Dave will take three steers to our local abattoir in Greenwich, 350 kilometres away. From here, the butcher picks up the carcasses and processes them into any cuts we ask for. Sounds a bit fancy for a station, but due to the tourism, it's important all our food complies with food safety standards. This means butchering in the old meat house isn't acceptable. David will also confess that he's not the best butcher around, and using a real butcher avoids bone chips and mystery cuts in the freezer. With this arrangement, we end up with nearly 25 boxes of meat returned to Elaine, all cut and packaged neatly. We have a vegetable garden, which had a serious upgrade in 2018 to six beautiful raised beds. This is my favourite little place to hang out, especially when things at the homestead get a bit chaotic during wildflower season. It's a place I can go to water, pull a few weeds and dig around. My biggest problem is actually picking the vegetables. I love them where they grow and often, when it comes time to pick, I can't bear to pull them out and leave a great big whopping hole in the patch. I'm getting better at it though. We've also got about 30 citrus trees with mandarins, oranges, grapefruit and lemons. At the homestead, we've got both boar water and rainwater. We've never run out of rainwater because it's strictly used for drinking and cooking. The roofline of the homestead is so enormous that only a light shower will pop a bit of water in the tank. Everything else is supplied by boar water, sinks, toilets, showers, washing machines, sprinklers and cattle yards. We have three bores which supply the house, two which are three kilometres away and one which is four. Pipelines run back to the homestead and the water gravitates throughout the day. We produce all of our own power and it's amazing what appliances you can live without if you don't have the power for it. We use gas for all our stoves, ovens and hot water systems and only have evaporative cooling in summer. This minimises the draw on the battery and avoids running the generator any more than we have to. In 2015, we installed 16 kilowatts of solar and in 2018 upgraded the rest of our system with new inverters, switchboards and 29 kilowatt hours of lithium battery. In peak tourist season, we still need to run our diesel generator for two or three hours in the evening. At the moment, with only Dave and I at the homestead, it's been nearly four months since we've turned on the diesel. I enjoy monitoring our power usage, and it's amazing how quickly you get used to air conditioning again. The company who installed all the components of our system over the last six years can remotely monitor it from Perth with a Wi-Fi link. Imagine what the fellas back in 1886 would think of what we have now. In October 2017, Woolene Station was honoured to host the consent determination of native title for the Wadjuri Yamaji people. The on-country federal court hearing acknowledged their connection to 68,000 square kilometres of land in Western Australia. Justice John Griffiths flew to Woolene to preside over the hearing, which was attended by over 300 people. The Wadjuri claim is one of the largest in Australia, and it's the first claim to succeed in the Midwest area of Western Australia. We have always operated with an open-door policy for Wadjuri people to visit, camp and hunt on the property. The determination outlines the importance for Wadjuri people to visit places of cultural or spiritual importance and maintain, care for and protect those places by carrying out activities to preserve their physical or spiritual integrity. Now that the Wadjuri people's rights have been formally recognised, we will enter into an Indigenous land use agreement. This sets out exactly what rights Wadjuri people have in the land and is a negotiation between not only pastoralists and Wadjuri people, but all groups with a recognised right in the determined area. We believe this agreement might be negotiated in 2019 once the Wadjuri people have nominated their PBC. Whilst we've got some standard routines around Moline, depending on the time of the year, every day is different and unique. 
At the moment, things are pretty hot and quiet and it's just the two of us. Watering the garden is standard every morning in summer. I've just finished helping David complete 20 kilometres of electric fence from his new set of cattle yards back to the homestead. He's working away at engineering some new solar pump trails and installing some new cattle troughs. I'm just over halfway through completing a social media marketing diploma, which is a great activity to escape the afternoon heat. Summer's also a lovely time of the year for the woolleen tradition of counting the cows. We bundle up our four kelpies, a beverage, some cheese and biscuits, and go out and watch the sunset as the cows come out to graze on the Woolene Lake. Ag Workforce specialises in recruiting for agricultural jobs, including farm work, station work and agribusiness across Australia. View current jobs, advertise a position, or register as a job seeker at agworkforce.com.au.